Welcome to AMG's Private Access, a podcast dedicated to just our clients, you guys, Mo and I, here the last Tuesday of the month of February. This year's going by so fast. Mo, it's the second month of the year, my man. But I'm saying, don't you remember <laughs> it is going New Year's? By fast. <laughs> it is going by fast, and we have a lot of great things in store for you guys today. We're going to hit real quick some of the changes in the investment models and some of the trades that have been made recently in your accounts. I'm sure you've seen them. On to uh, last week's performance in the markets. Great news there. And then uh, we're going to pick up a topic we had last week on the show, which is retiring early and a lot of struggles that one could face if they're not prepared early enough to retire early. So with that said, we are coming off of a week of winter break. Yes. Kids out of school, right? And you do anything. So I did absolutely nothing but work. <laughs> uh, for the week, no, nothing. I mean, it was a typical typical week for me. Uh, but, you know, this past weekend. I know what you did this week. Yeah. We were together. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were, were together. Yes. Um, that was Sunday. But Saturday, Amber and I went to the Atlanta Motor Speedway and uh, saw our buddy Garrett Smithley uh, race. So, uh, you know, he's a NASCAR driver and um, he just was incredible he, he did a great job actually ran into uh some of you guys there and uh yeah it was just a great time for for amber and i to just you know have a little date night but also just experience you know nascar at its finest you know right in Th front of your face that's a pretty cool experience too yeah you know we need to stop and give a shout out to uh savoy which is a museum here in cartersville along <laughs> with our boy tom chanal who is basically an operational guy over there at Savoy, but uh, they were willing to sponsor, yeah, right his rate his car for this weekend's race, which I thought was tremendous. Yeah, shout out to Amber, she made the connection, and uh, you know by Wednesday he needed one more one more sponsor, and Amber made the call and connected the two of them together and made it work. So I'll. Um, I'll I'll have to update my Facebook. I always say this, but I'm going to update my social media and put some pictures from Costa Rica, put some pictures up from uh, this past weekend. Yeah. And a uh, great a uh, great shout out to uh, Savoy for helping our buddy Garrett out. Yeah, Garrett and uh young guy out there grinding, which is a that's a world of uh it's a lot of pressure, man. It's not cheap driving those cars every it's single not, week. So It's not. Uh shout out to him. He's he's pushed through and has made it to the top of his his game there. So uh, for me, no, pretty good week. Kids stayed at home and I stayed at work. So no complaints <laughs> there. Not kept kept pushing forward. Um, but uh, but anyway, so as I mentioned at the start of the show, it just uh, you guys take a moment, look at your accounts. If you haven't, check them out. Why? Because we've just, uh, as we've been talking on last week's show and then some of the emails and the videos that we've sent out recently, um, we have fully uh, integrated and deployed the new strategies, uh, uh, I say new strategies, but the kind of the, the result of the audit, if you will, right. that we went through at the end, at the end of the year, just uh, a major rebalancing uh, that, that we have in place. So you're going to see the reflection of that, basically our work right inside your accounts and, and uh, kind of see where we're at. Obviously, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to ask. You know, we're a big, big uh, push on just getting and making sure that all of our clients trust the process. Um, you know, we we're uh, spend a lot of time, you know, working on our clients' accounts and ensuring that the the right investments are used to support the right 
picture that they have and the plan that they have. And so, you know, we want to make sure that you guys are always at a, at a level of confidence where it's high, you're comfortable, you're confident. Why? Because you believe the process, you trust the process, and over time, the, tr- the process is proven. So if you have any questions as you look through those accounts, be sure to ask. There's always a reason behind what you see there and, and obviously the work we put into it. Yeah, no, some of you have taken the uh, uh, the ability to to reach out to us and uh, take the opportunity to dig deeper and understand why we made the changes, what our thought process was. And uh, if anyone, again, if anyone has any questions uh, or just wants to just know um, on a curiosity side, you know, why we chose certain either positions, what strategy we're putting in place, just let us know. We'll, we'll definitely share our, our wisdom with you. Absolutely. Even maybe some of the mechanics behind it, some right. of our trading systems, let you guys see some comparisons and a lot more analytics there than, than what one typically sees. So uh, with that said, last week, U.S. equities were mostly higher last week as the S&P and NASDAQ were up for the, hear this, 15th time <laughs> in the past 17 weeks. That's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Ending the week at fresh record highs. Yeah, 5,000 is in the rear view. You know, um, you know the market. I want to say it was. Well, we were talking probably. It's about two. Uh, no, no, no. I was thinking like, uh, what was it? October. There were concerns. Not maybe October. Maybe it was uh, September. Last September, concerns about the S and P dropping below four thousand. Oh yes, yes. And here we are. Five thousand. Five thousand is 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 the new normal at this point right now, and yeah, I mean, uh, you know, last week we had uh, shattering news from Nvidia, you know, breaking um, expectations even on the earnings sides and a and the sales side, and it just really made a, an amazing amazing uh, mark on the S and P five hundred. You know, I think it added about two hundred billion dollars in market capitalization. Uh, last week, and you know, right now it's almost close to two trillion dollar uh, company. Let me let me let me say two hundred mo two hundred and seventy seven billion in market value was added on February twenty second, which may I add is the greatest single day mm. gain in market history. Yeah, that's insane. insane. Yeah, and Incredible actually, if, if you look at Nvidia's price uh, per earnings um, as of last year to today, it's actually cheaper to own NVIDIA now than it was back then. Really? Yeah. Because at that point, they were trading, I think, like 60 times earnings, and now they're trading at like 33. So it's actually, a li- it's well, if you look at valuation back then, you know, this is, you know, just less than a year ago, the valuation now seems a little more appropriate than it was, you know, just shy of a year ago. Yeah, that's incredible. It, it really is a, it really is an interesting story to watch yeah. as they unfold. And, you know, you're seeing you're seeing a lot of growth with a lot of those uh, top companies. Nvidia, you mentioned Meta, Microsoft, Amazon, all leading really the 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 S and P 500 as top earners so far this year. Not so much for Apple and Tesla. Yeah, come on, jump in the game. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but Apple just just leaped over zero, so they're above flat for the year. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah good. that's good. Good. Tesla, not so good. I think they're what like seven percent sub zero i mean they're they're down but they're, uh they're down you know entire ev space was actually took a hit last week um between lucid and uh what's a neo and um rivian they really had a big a big hit last week and i don't know i think the market is I mean, not specifically for tesla but i think the market is is basically saying you know the need for luxury ev cars aren't really 
the thing right now. I mean, the, you know, Rivian is what a hundred and plus thousand car, hundred thousand yeah. dollar car. And I think the market is saying, "Say we need some, uh, you know, affordable, quote unquote, affordable uh, electric electric vehicles." Mm -hmm. for it to be a sustaining type of uh, industry. But, yeah, it really took a big hit last last week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It has to be. I, you know, I would imagine the individual that's shopping in that market is is one who's looking for, obviously, efficiency, mm -hmm. saving money, whether it's tax deductions upon the purchase or, you know, looking just to save an overall operating cost of, of fuel, which I think there's a lot of debate on in the overall management of a vehicle like that. But... But yeah, I mean, you know, maybe maybe the individual that can stroke the check for a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a vehicle is not the one. Maybe that's not the vehicle of choice. Of choice, you know. Maybe you're shifting to like, you know, high end Mercedes, Lambo, Ferrari. <laughs> 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 I have no clue. The reason I have no clue is because I'm not spending one hundred fifty grand for a vehicle. Anyway, with that said, yeah, global equities for the year up four and a half percent. S and P total return six, just over almost almost seven, approaching seven. Yeah, Dow's at four. Nasdaq 100 total return six seven. So, you know, once again, it's been uh, it's been a good year. It really has. Aggregate bond market um, negative. You know, to 1.7 percent for the year, and uh, commodities are also down for the year. But, but in general, so far so good. And and another week that supported it. Yeah, and uh, the Dow is welcoming Amazon today. So uh, Amazon officially joined the Dow Jones today, replacing Walgreens. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Walgreens was actually introduced into the Dow in 2018. So, what, less than six years ago? And uh, since then, it's lost about 20, like two-thirds of its value since then. So, Amazon's you know, shifted in place. And, you know, we'll see what impact it has on the Dow. I, I want to I throw this out there. This is, I mean, you didn't talk about this before the show, but I did post it on X. Which, uh, by the way, guys, don't forget, we are on X... Facebook. We're about to launch Instagram. About to launch Instagram. Uh, that's both personal and business. And because this business is also personal, please, by all means, you guys take time to uh, friend Mo, myself, our wives, our company, etc. on there so that you can you know stay up to speed and both personal and business. I think it'd be worth it. We would definitely invite you guys to to join us there and and same same vice versa I, we keep up with so many of our clients i'm like look at them traveling <laughs> overseas get out of here but uh but anyway i did just recently put this on x it's um an interesting report that uh, i was reading from uh, about the s p 500 reporting re ooh, reporting sorry year over year revenue growth for 13 straight quarters um and what what was pretty intriguing to me i just kind of walk you through this uh, 4% is the actual revenue growth rate for the quarter, and it's going to mark the 13th consecutive quarter of revenue growth for the S&P 500. Now, because of that, just kind of a quick fact, uh, this would mark the second longest period of consecutive quarters year over year revenue growth in the S&P 500 since year 2008, hmm. which is when they started keeping that record. Okay. Okay. So this will be the second longest in history. Uh, the longest, uh, which was set not long after the Great Recession, was 15 straight quarters. Okay. Which means this year could be monumental to, to breaking that, which would be obviously very interesting. Right now, analysts 
are projecting in in order from Q1 to Q4 year 2024 estimates for revenue growth 3.5% Q1 4.6% Q2 5% Q3 and 5.7 respectively in Q4 um, and if those hold up then this index is on pace to break the current record uh, for consecutive quarters of revenue, revenue growth. growth wow yeah so that's fantastic yeah, it is. It is, which you know pushes to the the concept of once again, companies are companies are healthy, companies are strong. Now, obviously, that's not true for everybody. For everybody, yeah. But uh, but in general, there's a lot of money in circulation. There's a lot of money to deploy, and um, and we stand by, you know, that this year, although a lot of uh, unpredictable items are out there, a lot of uncertainties with it being an election year, there's a lot of good news out there also supporting a positive year. Yeah, I mean that's why we always say you have to stay invested, right? I mean we can't time the market. We you have to do quality asset allocation, um, and and really seeing seeking the opportunities that are that are out there. And you know everything is not doom and gloom. You know there are some pockets of this economy and in, in sorry in, in this market that if we continue finding those quality companies to continue to invest in, in companies that are resilient that can weather the volatility. Um, that we've seen over the last few years, um, you know, the, again, we always say the market is resilient. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it always reprice itself to where it needs to be. Right. You know, um, so on to a topic that we touched on a little bit last week and want to continue uh, is retiring early. You know, retiring early is not the easiest thing to do. Okay. And, for some of you guys, we're on a trajectory, and you know who you are, to be able to accomplish that goal, whether it's you know early 50s, mid-50s, late 50s, 60s, whatever that, that age is. Some of you guys are on a path to accomplish that goal. Some of you guys aren't necessarily wanting to retire early. You're just looking for the option to retire early. And as, as one who... Mo and I do this every day, meeting with you guys, understanding one's capacity to retire. I think we both kind of come to an equal agreement that the, the biggest challenge is not so much that retiring early, you're giving up the opportunity to invest more money or save more money. It's more so the concern that you're having to spend and withdraw early. That distribution season of your life happens sooner. Meaning, I guess another way of saying that is, is if I was 55 years old and I stopped contributing to my retirement accounts, that would have a lesser impact than if I was 55 years old and needed to withdraw, withdraw. right? And, and of course, that makes sense. It seems like it would make sense. But, but when, you, when you look at the long-term health of your assets and support of your plan, it can be dramatic, which means, once again, if your goal is to retire early, we need to figure out exactly what is necessary to get you there. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's 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 having those conversations about really having that, that that discussion of, you know, when we look at what your assets are projected to grow at, and you know, we use a very humble rate at our firm here when we look at your your overall plan. That's why we usually use like a four percent return because we want to be very humble, and in our expectations of the growth rate. Then getting a, qu a quality understanding of how much needs to go out. What are your expenses? What do we actually need in order to you know maintain our standard of living that we desire? 
And then once we understand that, now it comes to the point of putting together that game plan of how do we how do we safely distribute assets, especially in that season before, um, you know, not many of us are fortunate enough to have a pension. So retirement doesn't always equal a guaranteed stream of income immediately. Right. Some especially retiring early, we may have to wait before a Social Security comes into play. So having uh, having that conversation about the right distribution stream um, and sequence for it to make sense. So we can not so we're not putting too much pressure on our assets immediately to retirement. And, you know, with you saying that it's not only the right stream, it would also be the right source to support that that stream of income that needs to begin. Yeah. Okay. You think about retiring early. Another big issue there is that typically you're going to be under the age of 59 and a half, which is the required age where you can withdraw funds prior, you know, without a penalty. Without a penalty. You know, now there is this 55 rule, age 55 rule, which means that you can distribute directly from your retirement account. So not an IRA, but your employer-sponsored account. Right. You can, you can withdraw money directly from your employer-sponsored 401ks, 403bs, um, those types of employer plans without a penalty, okay? But if you move those funds to an IRA, then it becomes more problematic and you have to worry about the 10% penalty, which means, doesn't mean you can't retire early, Mm -hmm. just means you need to save in a way that's going to support that early need for cash flow. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, one one thing you think about is, is taxes as well. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to make sure that these distributions are happening in a very tax efficient way. So if you think about all the different types of accounts that you have, you have your savings account, you have your brokerage, maybe an individual or a joint account. If you if you have a partner, then now you have your IRAs, 401ks and then now Roth, any type of tax free accounts. You know, that's, that, that's what four different registrations or four different types of accounts. You know, the, the question is, which ones do we draw from first or what's the combination? What's the right percentage of each of these accounts? Um, and that's one of the strategies that really, really will play a, a major impact in their in their clients, in our clients distribution plan, because, you know, not to pull too much behind the scenes. But, you know, when you retire, let's say you and your spouse are retiring at the same time. Right. So there's no earned income coming in. Or you're going to be in a very different tax season that you've never, but you haven't been in such a long mm-hmm. time. And now you get the ability to really dictate the type of tax um, uh, season or environment that you're in right now based off which of these accounts you take you take out from. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've been talking about the challenges with retiring early, but what you're pointing on is, is, is a benefit. Right. Right. You, you know, you take someone who is, let's say they're 60 years old, they're going to retire early. And number one, they can pull funds from their retirement accounts at that point in time. But they're they're at an age where they have plenty of time before the government takes control of their tax season or tax life, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is is because at 60 years old, you're typically not taking Social Security unless you're on su- survivorship or disability. You're not taking Social Security benefits. You, um, you don't have a required minimum distribution, right? And you're not working. So really, the, the and to your point— what determines your taxable income is you, is you, yeah, right? It's us. It's it's your financial team coming together and saying, okay, what is the right amount of tax for you to pay? At what rate should you pay? And then we determine that through a planning process. So, yeah, to your point, there is although it can be a challenge to retire early, there's a lot of benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also a lot of benefit that goes well beyond the money. You know, being able to just enjoy 
you know, the the seasons of life, and we all have these these stories. So not to bring a downer on the conversation, <laughs> but the reality, the reality is, is, yeah, yeah, you know, we work with a lot of people who have done a good job saving, and they have been able to get to this place called retirement or get close. And you know, unfortunately, something intervenes, and and the good Lord takes them home, or you know, we all have and have heard those yeah, happened, those horror stories. Happened so, recently. Yeah, one of our clients called and um, said that their, let me get this right, their sis, their brother-in-law, yeah, so sister's husband, brother-in-law uh, passed away this past January. He was getting his first Social Security check mm-hmm. and just passed away, just and, like that. And it happens. And it happens. You know, it really does. And so... You know, when you're thinking about, and, and I think this is really one thing that you're going to get as we wrap up this part of the conversation from our firm, this is one thing you're going to get with the culture here at AMG always, is it's not always about the money, okay? The money's a tool that should sponsor a life, and that life has goals, that life has dreams, that life has ambitions, and our goal is to somehow connect those two together in support of what that needs to look like. Of course, you know, who doesn't want to have a few extra dollars continuously down the road? But what good is it if you don't ever get to enjoy it? Right. So keep that always in the back of your mind. If you're if you're one of our clients listening to today's show and you're not already retired, you're trying to get to retirement, you know, there's a lot of ways to, to, to create that roadmap. And really what should influence a lot of that is just the life you want to live and when you want to start living that life. Yeah, and I would say, you know, start early. Start early with, with at least mapping out what that looks like. You know, if there's if there's hobbies, because you think about it, when you retire every day, I hate to call it, every day is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if there's hobbies that you're interested in, if there's trips that you're thinking about taking, you know, really start to carve it out. You know, think about who you want to go with, um, when you would want to go, what time of the year you'd want to go, you know, which golf courses you want to you want to play at. You know, just really try to map out your you know that transition phase because yes financially there will be a transition but just you know emotionally um time wise uh family wise it will be that big transition so you know you want to fill up your calendar as much as possible so you know i'd say you know before we just retire and then all of a sudden you ask yourself now what do i do Mm -hmm. you know take some time to really give a really really detailed thought about what that transition life looks like so that when you when we do retire when we are celebrating your retirement you know exactly what you're going to do the next day along with that last statement you made i want to throw one more thing in there sure okay (laughs) you don't know this is coming so this is the tip of the day the tip of the week are you ready what's that okay listen to the quote a fit body a calm mind a house full of love these things cannot be bought. They must be earned. Goes with an article which caught my attention because the, the title of the article says, if you think, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, if you think every workout has to be a sweat fest that leaves you gasping for air, think again. You should perform most of your cardiovascular exercise at a level that lets you carry on a slightly strained conversation. It broadly means exercising at a relatively low effort for a long time is best. (laughs) (laughs) I see why you clicked on that. (laughs) Yes, I'm like, this is the article that I've been looking for. Now I can finally show this to my wife and say, I've told you all along. They actually break this down. This is in uh, the Wall Street Journal. Okay. 
and elite athletes. Now they don't disclose what elite athletes brought this advice, okay. but you know, surely they're elite. Say that zone two, a fitness peak, that mellow intensity level is called a zone two, and zone two is a very relaxed jog, an easy bike ride where you can still talk, but every few words you're interrupted by a little bit of extra breathing. Okay, I could buy that. Yeah, you just do that for a long period of time. You know what that feels like? That's like playing golf. (laughs) 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 I have to gasp for air when I play golf. Listen, this Uh. is it. So when we send an invite out, if you guys want to go play golf and we invite you or you holler at us and we go play, just let the spouse know that we're we're this is for cardio. This is for we're exercising. This is getting my heart in shape. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to earn it. You've got to earn it. Physical fitness. <laughs> that is the tip from Asset Management Group this week. Listen, we hope you guys have a wonderful week from our team here. Be blessed. Be intentional. Live well. And, of course, if you need anything, you let us know. Take care.